0: Hey guys, welcome to the Beardy Gamer podcast. My name is Del, I'm that Beardy Gamer, and with me today I've got Brandon, otherwise known as Haldat online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon is a gamer, a streamer, and part of a collective of gamers, isn't that right? Yeah, correct. Great, so Brandon, just um, if you want to tell people a bit about yourself, what you do, what kind of games you stream, that kind of stuff.
1: Sure, uh, just to talk a little bit about the streaming, I actually gave up on streaming as soon as I started this content creation team. So I was streaming on Mixer, and then as soon as that went kaplooey, um, I decided to <laughs> transfer over into this and this is uh, the content creation team is kind of my second time job. So I have a, a main job that I do in real life and then this is my second part and I wouldn't be able to handle that and streaming. So um, uh, gaming wise, I'm an Xbox gamer pretty much exclusively right mm-hmm. now. I'm big into Avengers. Just picked that up on the weekend. It's yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Way deeper than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Play some first-person shooters, uh, some role-playing games, a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And that's Gaming Collective that you um, run or manage or whatever the case is? Yeah, I mean.
1: it's, uh, it's Ascension is what we're called. Um, it's just that we call it a content creation team, essentially. Um, so we're not specifically just the streamers. We're looking at, you know, YouTubers, TikTok, Instagram, anybody who influences and follows our values is really what we're about. Okay, so what are Ascension's values? So diversity being one, um, so we want obviously not just with people, race, ethnicity, any of that, but it's thought processes, uh, beliefs, content, all that kind of stuff, um, integrity or inclusion being the second one. So it's D I I P. So it's diversity, inclusion, um, innovation and professionalism. So those are our, our four values that we live by. And, uh, we do interviews for all of our members. We don't just let people on. It's a whole, it's set up like a business.
0: Yeah, some good values to have. And what's the kind of aim of Ascension? What what what's it set up to do?
1: Great question. Um, pretty much it's set up to after the I don't know what was a couple of months ago. The streaming video game world kind of blew up, right? When Mixer went down, there was a bunch of high level streamers, uh, creators that kind of came out with some stuff that wasn't that great, right? Um, and at that point in time, it, it kind of made me realize I had this idea. With a couple of other people, and there's no safe space. There's this is still, we're still trying to figure out what streaming is supposed to be. The rules are, I think, are still very vague. Mm-hmm. And um, so, if you're a if you're a brand and you're trying to throw money at uh, this new what will be the new television, right? I believe in the future, yeah. um, who's vetting these people? Who's vetting these individuals to say that they're good people? They're good brands. Um, I feel like that that doesn't exist, and there's no place for people with common values to group together. So that's what we're trying to create.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's good that you mentioned that. I mean, you know, it is a bit like the Wild West out there. Like, you know, there's literally every type of streamer you could possibly think of. You know, and I'm not just meaning the type of games they play, but the type of attitudes, right. you know, morals that they have, and their you know their moral compasses. And some of them moral compasses are a bit bent out of shape. You know, um, you know, I find.
1: Yeah, and even the teams. Um, Stream teams, I mean, we're not that, but you can associate with, because we have streamers. um, A lot of the leadership in those teams, it's not that they're bad people or they want to hurt anyone, but they just don't have leadership skills. Um, Because leadership is a a very diverse and it's a very complicated um, approach and style to people. And uh, if you don't have those skills, you don't get to practice those. You kind of learn through... um, practice and sometimes that practice can you know be at the end of really people's careers or people and what they want to do and i'm finding that's happening more and more often um, because you're you're starting to start something good and then you're getting a lot of momentum and then you can't control the volume and it gets ahead of you and then I, i found out people are getting hurt pretty often
0: yeah i mean even if you look at sort of like um Leaders in their field, you know, so for example, say Ninja, for example, or Dr. Sure. Respect, or guys like that who have millions and millions of followers, and overnight they've become a leader, you know, almost correct. Um, and it's how do you cope with that? It's how do you stay grounded? It's how do you, you know, live by the values that you had before you were famous, you know, like, correct?
1: Yeah, and did you want to be a role model? Right? Some of these people fall into this. I mean, perfect example, they don't have a choice anymore um and obviously getting the conversation that comes with that but there's smaller people that have great communities right and those communities do follow the word of the 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 leaders the streamers the creators or whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. and uh not saying everybody has to be a role model but realize that words do matter and what you're putting out there does matter for the individuals that are watching your content
0: yeah exactly i mean i can think of an example from something i saw a couple of days ago i follow this guy He's an Australian streamer, and he does speedruns of Grand Theft Auto. So, like, he'll play the story mode of Grand Theft Auto from start to finish and does it under 10 hours. Wow. Um, literally, like, speedrunning is obviously, like, sort of, like, the fastest way to complete a game, you know, with 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. There's lots of little kind of, like, loopholes and, you know, everything that you can do to get an advantage in time-wise, you know. And right. um, one example being is he jumps in taxis quite a lot and does the, you know, fast-forward taxi route get from one place to another you know that type of stuff yeah wow as an example so he was doing a stream the other day and he was playing some other game like among us or you know fall guys or something else and he invited people to come into his into his game Mm -hmm. and play with him and then he got a bit salty with someone and banned them from like Mm -hmm. his game and from his chat you know and um about two or three days later, he posts a video on, because on, I'd forgotten all about it. Two or three days later, he posts a video on YouTube apologizing for his behavior.
1: Hmm.
0: Something I've not seen some people do in a long, long time. This was like a five-minute video where he talks about his behavior, you know, why he was wrong, why he's fixing it, why he's you know, stepping in and you know, trying to do things better, and opening up an olive branch to the guy that he was salty with. You know?
1: yeah, uh, nice.
0: Something I've not seen anyone do, really.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. And, and, you know, back to kind of the things we were talking about earlier, it's just it's learning through those examples, right? You kind of get slapped on the wrist or you touch the stove when it's hot. It's those type of examples. And if we can have a community and not just putting out good morals and good values, but also how to navigate this world, like, you know, there's going to be plenty of sponsorships that try to grab on to people and take advantage of those. And those are happening as well. Right. And helping people through those with contract talk and making sure you're getting a piece of what you should and all that litigation, you know, that that's, that's real business world stuff that a lot of creators haven't had to come in contact with yet. And, but if they do, you know, make sure you're making the right choices for yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was um, a girl I spoke to on on a podcast last week and this actually, yeah, podcast last week that was recording and she is a gamer who has morals. You know, she doesn't do the whole kind of like, you know, shows off her body or anything like that to gain followers. She just, wears a hoodie you know you know that's that's kind of her thing you know yeah um i was speaking to a, a guy you know a couple of weeks ago who was talking about how you can affiliate market to make to monetize your yep. income but what's that how, today how to do it ethically you yeah. know how to do it without you know sell without selling your soul you know so he says he's you know he's seen gaming streamers selling life insurance and it's like why are you selling life insurance you know you know a game what does that have to do with gaming at all ever you know you know, things like that, things that are things that are relevant to your audience, relevant to what you do as a person, you know, ethical, you know, marketing and stuff like that. And, you know, I've I've seen examples of streamers who start off like a stream and then, you know, they'll do a ninety second advert for some game that's coming out and they have to read out exactly what's been told to them to read out. They have to show the screenshots exactly as they are, and really have to sell out themselves to their audience. It doesn't Correct. it just it hits you in the face because it's so not like that person to do that thing, you know, and it's they've obviously got to that trap,
1: you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's not you don't have to take the first the first sponsorship, right? I've seen a lot of that, right? You're grabbing the first thing whoever whoever throws the first opportunity at you instead of thinking about your brand and what you want to be and wh- how you want to move forward. It's grabbing whatever comes at you instead of pick, being picking and choosing. If people are giving you things, you're doing something right, and you know have the have the uh, wherewithal to stop. Think about what you're doing. Say, okay, I must be going down the right path. If I don't like the values of the company who's bringing me a sponsorship, I'm going to push this one away and move on to the next one.
0: Yeah, because more sponsorships will come, and I think people who get that spot, that first, you know, bite at a sponsorship, yep. worry that they're never going to get another one again if they say right. it in this one, you know. And yep, um, absolutely. And they, they constantly worry, and then you know, you know, two years down the line, they're they're saying yes to everything, whether it's good or bad, you know. Yep. Is that, is that kind of what you guys are teaching, your kind of content creators, how to do all that kind of stuff? And how to yeah. It?
1: I mean, we talk about social media. Um, so we w- what's a little bit different about us is we meet with our members every week. Um, and then every third week of the month, we have a town hall where we actually stream our team meeting. Okay. Um, so anybody can go into any of our content creators. They can actually watch the town hall, the meeting actually happen. Uh, mm-hmm. We do an agenda for the meeting. And it really... I want to promote transparency because the other thing that came out of the Mixer collapse and all this other stuff that happened is people aren't being transparent enough. You know, if you don't get partnership when you were on Mixer, they didn't really tell you why. They just said, glossed over like, hey, this is what you failed on. And Twitch kind of does the same thing where uh, for our team, I put out, there's kind of a 50-50 if you would be a team member. 50% of it would be based on your content scorecard. I prov- we, we as a team provide that. I mean, you can go on our Discord, it's right there, and you can look at how we score your content. And the other 50% is the values piece. What are your morals as a person? What is your content? What are you trying to push out? And does it align with our values as a team? So you, you, know, you can already start out 50% knowing exactly what you're walking into an interview. The other 50 is really, it's going to be based on how you answer the questions. But uh, transparency for us is huge because it doesn't it really exist totally in our world, and we have nothing to hide.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's good that you mentioned that. I mean, I've seen, you know, examples of even like, for example, a role play server that I use um, for Grand Theft Auto and they have like, or, you know, they had like uh, developers would have a meeting um, mm. with this, with the community and they would post that in Twitch while they were doing it, you know, so, you know, and then, again, it's transparency, you know, it's just what, it's what the key thing is. So yeah. how, uh, how did you get into
1: all this? How did you get started with all this kind of stuff? You mean the team in general? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I had the idea. I mean, I've saw lots of teams and everything coming about, and then I've worked. You know, I've, I've been around with streaming. Got to meet so many awesome people, and I've always seen the stream teams. I was a part of one, um, and got to see the inner workings and in the and the and the goods and the bads of that. And I was very happy to learn from that experience and the, and the person leading that. And then, kind of after the whole collapse of a bunch of the streaming platforms and everything else. It, it, I had some of the documentation already kind of drawn up and then it kind of kicked me in the butt to to make it happen. Uh, I'm a student of leadership. I love leadership. I practice it every single day in my real life. So I get to practice it in the afternoon as well. And it's something I absolutely love. I read about it all the time. I, I you know, I take a lot of mentorship from people like Gary Vee, um, Tony Robbins, you know, people of, the, of that nature. And, um,
0: and like a I see, author. yeah,
1: Exactly. And it's just, it's, it's just a passion, huge passion for me for trying to get the best out of people and, you know, being able to guide them in, in this environment, because like you said, it is the wild, I literally use that analogy all the time. It's the wild west. I'm so glad you said that because it (laughs) is, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy out there. And everybody's trying to find their piece of, of, uh, of the world. And there's just not a lot of people watching out for good people you know and making sure that they uh they get what they deserve in the sense of putting out good content
0: well that's what it is i mean you know the whole idea it is it's like the world west it's lawless there's territorialism there's like you know there's lack of help with other people i mean you know for example you know my podcast is all about getting different voices and giving them a platform to speak about the things that matter to them and, and you know also having some fun at the same time as well mm-hmm. um telling stories about gaming and you know it's, it's great for that point of view it helps me as a person because obviously it gets me out there, but it helps the people that are on the podcast as well, you know, and and I'm kind of um, very protective of the podcast and protective of the type of guests that I have, you know, I make sure that they've got at least something to talk about, something to discuss. They've got a voice. They've got a reason to be on the show rather than just, you know, a bit of self-promotion, you know, sort of thing. Mm. They're actually bringing something to the table, you know, um, for, for the people that are watching it um so yeah i mean we need those communities we need those kind of people looking out for each other because it just doesn't happen much
1: and um let me ask you this because i actually i did an interview when i was streaming i did interview shows as well i love them because i'm i'm like you i love talking to people i love hearing about them because you're always going to learn something from everybody and me if you don't think that then you're lost in the world yeah um do you appreciate when a guest comes in and does the background right so i watched a bunch of your podcasts um Trying to get in the flow, getting to see what you're into, what you like, and things like that, and then obviously doing because you want to promote just as much as as the person, the guest coming on, right? So, of course, of course. how does that? How what does that look like on your side when you're when you're when you're looking at guests and and if you want to have them on? So when I'm looking at guests,
0: um, I look at a number of things. So I look at do they have a decent following of their own that if they're promoting being on my podcast that there's something in it for me you know Mm -hmm. you know that's that's one thing that I look at it's not the only thing that I look at but it is one thing secondly do they have something to say Mm -hmm. you know do they have something important to talk about is there a relevance in what they're doing that could be beneficial to the people watching the show you know um so for example you know I've had guys on who are game developers so they're busting about how games are made I've had people on who are talking about you know gambling in games and how that's you know a bad thing women on the show that are talking about how it, how it is to be a woman in gaming, you know, and how it is to be a female streamer and what the pitfalls of that are. You know, so each person that's come onto to the podcast has had something to say, you know, so that's, that's one thing that I did look out for. So yeah, I do my background stuff. I do check. I do watch people's streams. I do follow their social media. I do look at what they're doing, you know, and yeah. I would expect the same of guests that they're looking at what I'm doing, that they're, you know, I'm not the best streamer in the world, far from it. Happily admit, you know, I'm, I suck at a lot of games. <laughs> I play. Um, however, I'm trying. You know, I'm having yeah. fun. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, and we're we're playing along. Social media-wise, yeah, I post a few memes. You know, I post about stuff I'm interested in. I don't just post about games 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And right. you know, um i when i when it comes to the week that the that the guest of mine is on the podcast well i'm going to promote them on that week you know that they're, that they're coming on um so you'll find in a couple of weeks time when it's your turn there'll be stuff promoting you that week you know cool. just like you'll see this week there's stuff promoting the guests that's coming on this week you know and, and all that kind of stuff so yeah i mean i'm happy i'm you know people want to you know find out what i'm doing not a problem at all cool awesome so what did
1: you find when you were uh looking at me um, no, I, I dove in, I went right to your YouTube uh, and watched uh, multiple ep- episodes, I actually really enjoyed them. Um, I just watched, the, like I said, the Amazon affiliate one today, and that was yeah. so insightful because I actually did that. And, and, and watching that podcast, I realized I did it way too early, right? I think that I, I pulled out one of the beneficial things he said was build that community for he said mentioned 3 months I, I probably for you know someone of my size at that point in time it would have taken me longer to get you know a little bit em- more emphasis behind it but um, the message was there build that community where people actually care and you care about them. and then the affiliate comes behind it cuz you're right it is almost like you're trying to get money putting the car, the, the horse before the or the cart before the horse yeah. essentially
0: Uh, i mean in in my position i'm fortunate that i don't rely on this you know as an income you know some people going to streaming relying on it to be their main source of income that's not the case for me you know i i work you know the work i do when i'm not streaming and stuff pays for my bills therefore all this other stuff that i'm doing is simply just for me you know and if it never makes money fine if it makes the money fine not a problem you know um but i'm not in it for that reason
1: yeah, that's that's such a good point. And that just going back to the team aspect, that's a, I feel like another pitfall with some of the other content creation teams is, you know, our board, we're not made up to make money, right? We're not self promoting the Ascension name isn't tied to, you know, my name as in Haldat. It's not tied to any of the team members names. It's it's standalone entity that has values behind it. And I feel like a lot of these content teams are, you know, they're driven towards one sole proprietor or um, somebody who's going to make out uh, in the long run and that that's not what we're about and I think it's important to get that out there because I'm with you I love my day job I don't plan on never getting rid of that and this is just a side hobby to try to you know bring like-minded people together
0: yeah exactly I mean you know from, from an example of these kind of uh you know streaming groups is the example of the phase group you know um that kind of Fortnite group um started off with one guy called phase he became relatively big he then obviously encouraged people to join under, under his name so you know we would be like phase that, you know, yeah. that or phase holder or phase this or phase that yeah you, you literally had to change your streaming name to phase and then your name you know and uh, you had to do that you had to pay them a percentage of anything you made while you were trading under that name and essentially it was to promote phase a, as a plan as a group Um, you know skimming a bit off the top of every content creator that's under them you know it's a
1: franchise essentially just like Annie Ann's right they take a they take a piece off the top (laughs) or yeah or you know any of these ones like you know even McDonald's is a franchise yes
0: McDonald's don't own the stores you know Uh, they don't own anything (laughs) they are essentially McDonald's is a real estate company is <laughs> yeah. the money they make from the rental of the franchisees that own a mcdonald's store so they're, they're not a food company they're a real estate yeah. company That's, yeah, estate yeah. company. <laughs> That's what they are. Um, you know if you've ever seen any of these shows about mcdonald's how it all started and all that kind of stuff yeah it started as a restaurant but it's not that anymore mm. same with like Cardock cafe you know it was at one point a you know a cafe or a restaurant started by one guy, it's now a franchise. You know, it's mm-hmm. the, again, they're a real estate company now as opposed to, you know, a restaurant company, you know. Right. Um, but I you know, like if, if I had a community like that, you know, it, it would never be that reason, you know, I'd never I'd never do, you know, that kind of thing. And to be fair, I probably don't want to have to, to lead a community if I'm being honest with you. Like, I mean I'm happy to obviously lead the followers that want to follow me to watch me play yeah. and watch the podcast. But you know really you know leading a team of people man nah, like so. it's uh
1: yeah it's a lot more daunting than i think people give it respect for yeah. um especially um to do it with values and you know a, a a a clear path it uh yeah it's 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 uh pretty daunting for sure
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so what would be your um kind of top three tips for someone who either A, wants to start growing a community of like-minded gamers or wants to pick the right community of like-minded gamers to be part of?
1: Oh man, what a great question. Um, so for me, you gotta, if you're going to build something um, or you're going to join something, and this goes for anybody if you're going to take on a sponsorship or you're going to go into another community, Find out what they're about, right? Even if you're going to buy something, go to the about section of that website and read what what how, what is the company? How did they start? What are they about? Who's behind the website or you know the company itself? And find out you know if their values make sense to you because there's tons of options out there that are very similar, right? But if you could support someone who has the option you want, but also aligns with you maybe personally that's like a double bonus, right? It's a win-win for both both sides. So for me, if you're creating something, you're going into something, make sure their values align with the way you believe you want to live your life because it's going to make it easier in the long run. You're going to have less headaches. Um, Number two, don't waste people's time, right? So if you're joining something and they're asking you to be in a meeting or they're asking you to be prepared for the meeting or realize that time is the only thing all of us can't buy or get back. You can't go to the store and buy time. So if you are late to a meeting, you are literally taking someone's part of their life away from them and that they can never get returned. So don't do that. So disrespectful. Yep. Yep. Um, Number three would be, you know, um, if you really, I feel, and you know, we are not huge at all. We don't have a ton of members, but you know, we, we, um, I feel like we're on the right path, but, um, just realize that it's about, if you're going to lead something, it's about everybody else. It's not about you. Um, So make sure that you're doing the little things, make sure you're pushing yourself to make sure that everyone else is noticed. Um, Everybody, you know, wants to feel good in the sense of being noticed, being accepted, being, you know, inclusive. That's why it's one of our values. So go, go farther to make sure that you're not the center of attention, that you're putting that on to everybody else
0: yeah exactly and it goes it goes for pretty much everything that you that you do i mean like you need to treat it as though it's a business or as though it's a you know a real life thing that you're looking after there's a lot of responsibility involved in not just being a streamer and having a group of people following you i mean for example i have something like 800 people follow me on twitter about 500 on instagram about 300 on twitch and about 250 on facebook so altogether that's maybe about 1800 people Sure. that's 1800 people that follow me that want to know what i'm talking about that want to know what i'm posting that want to watch me play games that want to watch this podcast that that you know that's a that's incredible and i'm like just some random guy like you know it's like we're all just random people man <laughs> yeah um, you know but it's 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 seeing the numbers and having these massive followings. i mean if you look at the guy like um you know like twit like uh you know ninja some of these guys have got 10 million followers some of these guys have got millions of people on youtube i mean holy crap you know like it's just, yeah. can you imagine sitting on top of a mountain that 10 million people are under looking up at you, you know, like, it's like it's crazy
1: yeah i mean it's the next rock stars movie stars tv stars i mean essentially that's what this is creating right because yeah. this could be the television for children of the future adults you name it um everybody i mean video games is a billion dollar industry for a reason it's it's an addiction it's a it's a way to get out of the normal life you know and that's kind of the way people use it
0: yes yeah, escape at its best you know
1: exactly right and i think it's just forming into this monetization monster that it will be i I mean i think video games already are going down the road of they're creating themselves for what is it going to benefit streamers because they know that's the longevity right if you can get it so that it's a good game to stream i think that makes a difference in, in production
0: yeah, because, you know, you're, there's no one's going to argue against that game Fall Guys being something that was about- oh. created for streamers to play online. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Even the fact that it's free to play, that there's no kind of economical stuff in the game, really. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, it's exposure.
1: It's taken over the world. Like, <laughs> I mean, Tim the Tapman Man not get, getting his winning was on ESPN. I mean, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, because he made so
0: much of yeah, a big deal about it, not, and he encouraged yeah. people to take them absolutely, you know, Michael of him, um, you know, because yeah. he'd not got this crown and other people had and it became a thing. So when he finally <laughs> got that crown, it was such a such a bigger achievement because so many other people had got a crown and he hadn't and he's got millions of people behind him that, you know, there was loads of people posting that and saying, you know, I've got a crown and you haven't.
1: Ha you yeah. know? <laughs> right. Even Fall Guys The Game, like, mentioned him and then it was, uh, I couldn't believe his, fi- his crown finally came out on you. I mean, it just shows you how fast video game, streaming, entertainment... Is growing and how quickly it's going to be just another form of entertainment.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I've often thought that um, video gaming is underrepresented in TV. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I've, I've often thought that TV channels should have, you know, episodes or you know, um, productions that are all about gaming. But then I realised that it, gaming doesn't need that. Correct. It doesn't own. actually need TV in the way that I thought maybe it would have done. You know, and. Um, <laughs> It's doing quite fine without having, you know, TV channels dedicated to, you know, although there are a couple um, of notable ones, but they, they don't need it. You know, um, gaming is doing fine with the broadcast mediums that it's got. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, cable television itself, you, you, with the Netflix, the YouTubes, the Hulu's, I mean, cable television could be a thing of the past, what, 20, 25, 30 years?
0: Well, you've already got cord cutters, you know, who are uh, not actually, you know, watching cable TV anymore. They're watching Hulu, they're watching Netflix. I mean... You know, actually the day job that I do, I work for a TV company in the UK that, and my job is to stop people leaving that company. <laughs> so that's that's my job. My job is, to, like someone phones me and says they want to leave that company. Yeah. You know, they might be in contract, they might be out of contract, there might be several different reasons why they want to leave. They might have financial problems, they might have, you know, all, any kinds of other issues. Even yeah. though, I'm just not watching it anymore. I'm watching Netflix, I'm watching Amazon Prime, I'm watching this, I'm watching that. I'm You know, yeah. I don't watch normal TV anymore like why well, I say normal TV I'm not watching your TV anymore you know yeah. this company's name
1: so you're uh, the promo guy so no, when you call up and say I want to leave here's here's $200 off your account well
0: yeah I mean like first of all we have a conversation about why they want to leave you know <laughs> and there might be a genuine reason like yeah. I'm moving abroad okay we're well, not going to take your TV away <laughs> you're abroad, <aren't> you? <laughs> you know um, I'm moving home to somewhere that's already got your services there well you know fair enough you know yeah. uh, or you know, I'm, I'm calling on behalf of an elderly, an elderly relative, they're moving into a care home, can't take the TV with them, you know, or unfortunately, I'm calling on behalf of someone who's passed away, you know, sure. that type of thing. So there's all different reasons. Um, but one of the big reasons that's coming in is I'm just not watching it anymore. Hmm. The kid, the kids aren't watching it. You know, they're watching YouTube, they're watching Twitch, they're watching, you know, all these other things. And, you know, I'm a busy working mum. I have, like, literally one hour of spare time a day once I've done everything I need to do. I'm not yeah. watching it, you know? Yeah. And
1: like, Yeah, I, no doubt. I,
0: as a guy that's meant to talk people into staying, how do you argue with, I'm not watching it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's literally what you need them to do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's literally the... the number one thing you just can't argue against is <laughs> I'm not watching it. You can argue against price. You can say, well look, you know, if it's a pricing problem, you know, I'll I'll give you a lower price deal. Well, you know, work out a package that suits you, yada yada But I'm not watching it. You're like, <laughs> can't do about that, you know. Uh or very, very little about it. Um sure. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, bye, see you later then. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but, uh, I mean, like I say, that's why I know that, you know, people are cord cutting, people aren't watching, you know, these big TV channels anymore. So your um, Comcast over in America, you know, your mm-hmm. companies like that, they're in trouble unless they diversify and do other stuff, which is why you see them buying other things like NBC own Universal, they own the Florida theme parks, right. they own all these other things. Um, you know, Comcast owns those companies because it's diversification, because you know, and Comcast are putting these services onto their boxes so that people can watch, you know, YouTube and, you know, Twitch and right. all these things through those boxes because it becomes more of an entertainment hub than just their particular right. service. Yeah, know? they're
1: making a glorified Roku is essentially what they're doing.
0: Basically, and then charging people over the odds for, for having it, which is another <laughs> yeah. story, you know, it's, you know. But but the, the, the fact still remains that, you know, gaming doesn't need TV. You know, it absolutely doesn't, you know, and... um Kids these days are literally watching things through YouTube. They're watching things through Twitch. They're they're not watching TV anymore. You know, kids aren't doing that. You know,
1: is Twitch real. now a preloaded app on like smart TVs?
0: It is on some smart TVs. Okay. I mean, it's obviously preloaded on game consoles. You know, so on right, right, right. On Xboxes and things like that. Um, it's a quick download onto a tablet or you know or an iPhone. I'm, I haven't seen much of it on smart TVs, but then, I, again, I'm not a massive watcher of TV. I'm, yeah, I work okay. for a TV company, but I'm not a massive watcher of TV. Like, <laughs> You're you know, part, part of the problem. Yeah, like I, like people are, people are like, customers are coming through and saying, I'm not watching this. I'm like, well, you know what? Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm watching Netflix. Yep, so am I. <laughs> Probably don't watch this. You're going to be looking for another job. <laughs> no because i'm not naming the company i work for no, there you go. <laughs> i'm not i'm not that tough um but you know what like i mean there's, there's i mean there's good things about the company i work for there's bad things about the company i work for you know it's it's all good you know same.
1: um yeah but yeah. Everywhere.
0: yeah of course it is um but it's just to paint that example of you know i i know that people aren't watching tv as much as they as they were before because you know working in an industry that you know is all about that you know so yeah. I know that to be to be true. So what you're saying is right. You know that you know people aren't watching that kind of stuff anymore. They they are watching their YouTube's or Twitch. You know their um, things like that. What do you think about the whole mixer thing and what went what went wrong with it? No, uh, because um, I I wasn't on mixer stuff. So I've got no idea.
1: It was certainly shady to say the least. And from the stories that came out, there was obviously some upper level management leadership issues as well. From what I read about uh, some pretty nasty stuff that came out there um i don't know when you when you look at because i've spent a lot of time now with the creators on on trovo twitch facebook gaming i've got around to all of them now because we have members on on all those platforms and it's it's interesting to see how you know um mixer was kind of like false viewership right there was a lot of tabbing there was a lot of all that kind of stuff and maybe um the writing was on the wall when they went out and bought Ninja and Shroud. It seemed to like be the last, uh, the last straw to kind of get viewers in, and that when that didn't work, I I, I don't really know. I I think, you know, if it was you maybe you're the second platform to come up. You know, the first one always gets uh, gets more whatever it is if you're creating something new. And Twitch obviously beat everybody to that, so the numbers just were were such a small percentage. And you even saw the YouTube and the Facebook kind of passing them by as well. So uh, whether that was marketing strategy or leadership or uh, it was a whole host of things, I'm sure, but it was just, there was no transparency. It was very vague when people didn't get partnerships, the partnership program. And from what we heard later in life, uh, you know, even the, the mixer cons or whatever they want to call those seemed a bit off wire as well. So I don't know. There was a whole host of things.
0: Yeah, I mean, the biggest problem I think is it wasn't backed by a substantial organization mixer.
1: You mean like Microsoft?
0: <laughs> no, you no. Know.
1: Um, Just because they owned them, you're right. They didn't.
0: There was no help. I mean, if you look at if you look at YouTube, it's massively backed by Google. Google does everything they can to maximize YouTube as a as a thing. If you look at Facebook gaming, Facebook is massively behind that right now you know, they are pouring time, effort, and money into building that thing. If you look at Twitch, backed by Amazon, one of the biggest companies in the world, it is getting absolutely backed to the help by Amazon, even so much so that your Amazon Prime membership gives you stuff that you can do on Twitch, you know, and they're also making inroads into games, you know, so Twitch, you know, if if you're a Twitch member and you're playing Grand Theft Auto and you log into Grand Theft Auto while you're also a Twitch member and you set your profiles next to each other, you will literally get prizes and rewards, you know. It's massive, you know. They're they're being massively backed by the companies that they that they go with. Did Mixer get that kind of backing? Do people actually even know that Microsoft were behind them? No, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so it's a, it comes you know it comes as a surprise to people that when they see that Microsoft were actually behind that because you think Microsoft with Xbox that they would have called it something to do with Xbox for a start, you know. Like I mean, that's right. what I would have done. You know, Xbox TV or something like that, or Xbox Live. You know, I know that Xbox Live is what they call their their online subscription subscription but why not mix it in with that
1: why not just call it xbox live and if you're if you're a live subscriber you've got access to all these channels you know maybe Um, they didn't want to pigeonhole you know they didn't want to lose 50 percent of the audience or 50 percent of the creators potentially if it's xbox specific but whether it's 50 50 you know i don't know
0: true true but yeah i mean like you you could you could call a bunch of other stuff but make it more in line with you know Microsoft, you know, Microsoft are a massive company, you know, and they really dropped the ball on it. Like, uh, I think so. Yeah. So, um, going back to obviously what you do with your Ascension guys and you were talking about how you kind of like vet the guys that are coming in and whether they're, whether they're good people and also the kind of things that they do. What if one of your members lets you down, you know, what, what happens then?
1: So there is a, there is a removal procedure, um, or a disciplinary procedure, right? So, um, I mean, the 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 non-negotiables are the values, right? So if, if the values are in jeopardy due to whether that's content, whether that's uh, um, whatever it is, actions outside of content in the Discord, in the team meetings, whatever that is, I mean, those are those are pretty much non-negotiables. So we would go through the remo- removal process, or at least the disciplinary process. Depending on the severity, it's going to depict on what the uh, what what the punishment for that is all the way up to removal. But um, if you're gonna create a safe space, which is why I always use the analogy of Ascension as being a box with an open lid, right? So the box is the values. That's what forms your, your, your core structure. And then the box lid is open because we're never gonna put a number on how many members, but we control the gate so well that we're hoping that the members inside of that box will always be aligned with the the the, uh the four sides so um it's very important the interviews are very important they're intrusive we we talk about you know a lot of different things during those interviews but they're intrusive because we're protecting that box and the members in it
0: well yeah i mean because it's like it's essentially a whitelist process you know that you've got people who want to be part of it and they have to jump through several hoops to become part of it designed in such a way that will put people off the first go if they're not genuine you know and things like correct that.
1: yeah and i mean um you never want to tell people no but if we do tell people no we let them know why right i'm not just gonna i don't want to send people away and just be like this is the, the this is good luck you know we'll talk to you next time because everybody changes right we all grow every day so if we can't possibly respect that someone's at this point in their life and then maybe six months from now they're at this point in their life and whether that's content or values you know people can grow in both those areas so there's never a closed door but you have to at least give people feedback to better themselves so that if they truly would like to be part of the team they could come back and reapply
0: yeah absolutely i mean i um i'm a firm believer in the, you know giving people a second shot at things you know and just because you're saying no at one point doesn't necessarily say no and forever and you know i put out uh I was looking for podcast guests, uh, you know, to start this off. And I went to various kind of Facebook groups that have like Twitch streamers and all that kind of stuff. And I put out a shout out in one of these groups asking for people to come along and, you know, like have a chat with me, you know, see if they're a good fit. And yeah, there were some people I said no to. But when I said no to them, I gave them a reason why I said no and left the door open. So, you know, if it was no because they didn't have, you know, enough of a following of their own that would make it worthwhile for them to be on the podcast and be promoted. Probably in return well yeah that's that's something that you can work on you know so the door's always open I'm, I'm always going to need podcast guests six months down the line a year down the line and I'm going to still need guests you know assuming that I'm still doing this by then. Right. And it's taken off in the way that I want it to go and, and all that kind of stuff um, but if it's because they had nothing particularly worthwhile to talk about just now doesn't mean in six months time or a year that they're not in the position that you are where you get something worthwhile to talk about you know or a, or a topic that's close to your heart you know that, that is worthwhile you know, having having an episode dedicated to rather than just taking a tweet or something like that dedicated. Sure.
1: Um, so, you know, just because you say no tonight doesn't mean you're saying no forever, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Where, where do you want the podcast to go? What's your end goal for this? So what I want the podcast to become is
0: eventually, eventually, I want the podcast to become popular. I want people to be approaching me to be guests in the podcast rather than me approaching people that I feel have something to say you know i want people to be coming to me and saying hey i love your podcast i would like to be on it my name you know my name's this i do this this is what i'd love to come on and talk about you know that's what that's what i want to happen um i want it to be sort of better known in gaming circles you know this podcast is a cool podcast to be on you know it's maybe not like the biggest podcast it's maybe not you know the one with the highest numbers but it's really good quality and it's known for being a quality podcast. That's, yeah. that's what I want it to be known for. Um, so not just, you know, numbers, but I want it to be known for quality at the same time. So it's, it's that quality over quantity idea. That's why I'm not pushing two and three of these things out a week. You know, I'm, I'm pushing one a week, you know, and okay, I'm recording some ahead of time, you know, so I'm getting ahead of myself by a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, but the reason for that is that if one week I can't find a good guest to come on, I've got some in the bag that, you know, I can start and still goes out on a on an episodic basis. Um but that's that's what I want it to become. You know, awesome. um, you know, if it ever, you know, does something good for me, well that's just a bonus. You know, that's sure. you know, it's, it's a bonus to me. Not nothing more, you know. So And
1: can I throw a little tidbit at you? uh just and this is coming from my experience um from getting on this specific show. Um so I'm pretty sure I reached out to you, right? I was looking for I was looking to get on podcast and I'm pretty sure I sent you a, a DM on yeah. Twitter. It I, was, I think it, it was
0: in, res- in response to a tweet that, I put out that maybe got reached. Yeah. You yeah. Pass it and
1: send message. Um, so some people struggle with you know, stepping over that line and being that forward. I'm just naturally that kind of person. Um, So if you have a form or anything like that, where maybe you have a a questionnaire with a couple questions to say, you know, what do you like to be referred to? What would you like to talk about? You know, what's important to you? Sometimes that lets this kind of starts the ball rolling for people. And you'll you just as a, as a throwing it out there, you may get um, you may get some response back from that. Because I felt like when I was doing my interviews, the questionnaire kind of open the gator for people to feel more comfortable about what we would possibly be talking about or is there anything off limits you don't want to talk about you know because some people get worried about that as well yeah i mean
0: you know that's that's actually a really actually a really good a good idea and it is something that i'll certainly take on board i am in the process of building a website at the moment i don't have how awesome. do at this moment in time um i bought the domain name for it you know which is which is always a bonus <laughs> yeah. um that beardy gg. that's what it's yeah no. nice on point with the Brandon. And um, literally, it's going to be like an opening kind of invitation, uh, kind of video at the top, me talking about yeah. the the channels and what I do. And then links underneath it to the podcast, to the YouTube channel, to the Twitch channel, awesome. um, to some of the uh, gaming blogs that I write for, you know, that type of stuff. Um, and then, you know, if maybe I, maybe I, you know, want to be on the podcast, fill this form in, you know, and uh, perfect. We, we cool. A really simple Google form, you know, that you fill Yeah, it.
1: yeah no doubt. Uh, awesome.
0: It's, when i I built communities before. We, um, when I was a PlayStation, oh, I still am a PlayStation player, but we built a role-play community for Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. on the PlayStation. Now, you can't mod nothing on a PlayStation. Like, you literally cannot mod a damn thing. In order to play as a police, we had to dress kind of like the police, and we had to go and steal a police car to be the police. You know, oh, that, my gosh. You know That's literally what you had to do to get set up. There was also a glitch that would allow you to get a taser, and the people who were going to be cops, had to come in 10 or 15 minutes before, get the clothes, steal the cop card, glitch the taser. Oh my god! They were good to go for that particular time. And we ran it at times of the day. So it wasn't like a 24 hour day, seven days a week thing. It was literally three or four nights a week, seven o'clock till whenever, the last person decided not to be part of it. And we just had a private 30 person server, you know, like, (laughs) and that was what people did. But I had 120 plus people vying for a 30 30 person server slot. Get out. I sometimes had two servers running at the same time on the same night with 32 people playing in them. I had a, I had a website for it that is still getting people registering for it right now. Whoa. Like this was four years ago. And there are still, I mean, I've handed, I've handed it over to someone else, but there are still people filling in that same Google form that I set up four years ago wanting in on it now, you know, and you know, that's this is now when you can go and play five in you know
1: <laughs>
0: It's just phenomenal to me, you know. It's,
1: that's it's... that's so important. And I, I see a lot of people struggle, especially content creators, struggling with how to how do I get more views? How do I get more interaction? How do I get a community? Right? All those things. You nailed it perfectly. Stop making it about you. Give something to them, right? Give something to everybody that you want to be a part of your community because they're just like us, right? They, they they want something in return. So you gave them a place to role play in Grand Theft Auto. You opened up that avenue and, you know, you'll get floods of people, you know, and whether you do that through a gaming community, you make a tournament, you know, whatever that looks like, make sure you're giving back to the community, not just expecting people to come in and yeah. watch you do whatever you're doing.
0: Absolutely. And if you look at, say, for example, my Twitter feed, if you look at the number of people that are following me on Twitter, and you look at the number of them that i'm following right back i follow a large majority of the people who follow me yeah and i've seen streamers who have got thousands of followers and follow three people mm. <laughs> you know i'm not that guy you know i will follow people i will retweet their stuff i will go and sub them on on you know um youtube i will go follow them on twitch and i'll go and check out their streams and i'll watch what they're doing when i've got the time to do it i don't always have the time ahead of you know time right. to obviously do that but I will do that and I will follow people and I will, you know, cross remote folk um, because although, yeah, Twitter is a personal medium for me to share my thoughts and feelings and stuff like that. Um, I don't share anything really that personal on Twitter. Like right. you know, um, there are some stuff that you just don't want to talk about, you know, or there's some stuff that you feel that you shouldn't be talking about, you know, like, uh, you know, like if I, if I have an argument with wife, for example, I'm not putting that on Twitter. Like, <laughs> you know, that's that not going to happen. It's just going to make things worse, you know? It's, yeah but the point still remains you know there are stuff that i just don't put on there so i will put funny memes i'll put statuses up saying how i'm feeling but using a meme to you know project that feeling you know so for example i put on one today saying i was tired and i think there's a picture of like a kid sleeping or a dog sleeping or something, um or a massive cup of coffee you know (laughs) massive coffee um but like i said you know i am a friendly person with the people that are friendly with me so if you follow me i there's a very very good chance i'll follow you back you know it's There's very few people that I don't follow back. And the only ones I don't tend to follow back are maybe kind of like bot accounts and things like that that I've, yeah. that I've spotted. I just will not bother following those back. Um, but it's along those lines, you, you reached out to me on, on Twitter and the DMs and I was quick to respond to you, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I do that to everyone who sends my DM. You know, my DMs are
1: open, you know. <laughs> Don't let me you,
0: ask
1: don't do that. One thing I wanted to say is so you're talking a little bit that you're teetering on the controversial topic of follow for follow right mm-hmm. So where's that line for you where's the line with, with what you just spoke about and promoting that is uh, you know kind of like a, a quid pro quo this for that you know where does that line stand for you?
0: Well, look, for me, I'm not asking people to do that for me. So mm. I'm not asking for the people that I follow to follow me back or to promote my stuff. I'm not asking for people to do that. I'm also not generally accepting requests from people that are asking me to do that for them. Mm. You know, so if someone sends me a message on on Twitter saying, "Hey, if I follow you, will you follow me back?" Well, probably not. You know, but if you if you if I've noticed if I follow you, it's because I'm interested in what you've got to do. So gotcha. and I do a lot of following where I follow people to start with. If you then follow me back, it means that I know that you're interested in the stuff that I'm talking about. So maybe there's an opportunity there, and I'll probably shoot you a DM and say hello. Gotcha. Okay. That's it. That. I don't ask people to particularly follow me for a follow back, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't sort of um, sort of beg for people to follow me or to retweet stuff or to do anything like that. If I put something out that people find it's funny and they want to do a retweet, fine. I mean, there was the um, the Formula One Grand Prix was on Sunday there and i was putting out funny memes you know as the racing was going on and some people were retweeting it and things like that i've engaged in sort of like twitter you know these kind of like hashtags ruin a song with you know with a, with a you know ruin ruin a band or something like that by changing the name of something you know like
1: oh i thought it was the they put people's faces on like the music videos okay go ahead. No,
0: like um like most mostly like ruin a band by changing their name slightly with the okay. either taking something out or inserting extra letters or something yeah, you know, gotcha. types of like games that people play on twitter yeah I, I get involved in some of those you know and some people retweet the stuff that i do and some people follow me off the back of that and it's all good you know so not yeah. not everyone that follows me is necessarily following me for gaming you know it's sure a lot of people are you know so but yeah i don't go asking for people to do follow for follow i'll never use those those particular hashtags when i'm hashtagging stuff um on instagram or anything like that i don't i don't ask for people to do that if someone wants to follow me brilliant if someone wants to read my stuff awesome but i don't ask for it
1: it's interesting because we talked about diversity at, at the beginning of this with one of our values and you just kind of hit on how you diversify your content right you're in uh, that you're watching the f1 i know you're a celtic football fan so i'm sure you talk yeah. about that stuff i watched your last podcast where you talked about football manager you know it's and that's really important to not just be a gaming channel right be more than just that you know and kind of get into other groups because you may have interests in those other groups as well
0: yeah exactly i mean and there may be someone in one of those groups that has an interest in gaming as well and follows sure. me then suddenly finds out oh holy crap not only is this guy funny because he's sent out these funny memes but yeah he's also got a gaming podcast wow i'll go and check that out you know like sure. that type of stuff not saying that's going to happen every time someone follows me because i post a meme but correct you know you know and, uh, <laughs> you never know <laughs> you, you don't you don't um so yeah so listen it's been great having a chat with you so far what i'm going to yeah. do is we're going to finish off by doing this quick fire round that I was kind of mentioning to you earlier so yeah. I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I just want you to say, the f- it'll be a choice. Something versus something, right? Okay. And um, you just pick the one that relates most to you, okay? So um, this one's going to be an easy one to get you started. PS4 versus Xbox versus PC? Uh, Xbox. Xbox, okay, okay. Playing the game for the enjoyment of the game or trophy hunting?
1: Mm, trophy hunting.
0: Profierten, okay, interesting. A lot of people I've spoken to previously have said they're in it for the, the, the enjoyment of the game. But I'm a, com-
1: i like completeness, so <laughs> I like the tick
0: boxes, like the tick boxes. Um, single ver, single player versus multiplayer. Uh,
1: multiplayer, I guess.
0: Multiplayer, okay, okay. Uh, more of a social thing for you, gaming then socializing with other people and.
1: Yeah, it depends on my mood though. If I have a long day then like I just I talk to enough people then I want to play single player. But for the most part to me I like getting in with a group of people.
0: Okay, okay. Um do, 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 uh, graphics or performance?
1: Mm.
0: Performance. Performance. Okay, performance over graphics. Uh graphics versus gameplay. Gameplay.
1: Gameplay.
0: Okay. Okay. And lastly, would you rather oh, bite one bear-sized duck or five duck-sized bears?
1: One bear-sized duck, bear-sized duck. or five, five bear. duck-sized bears? Uh, I'm going to take on the huge duck because I feel like even tiny bears would be terrifying. <laughs> and a
0: huge duck's not. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a, a great question. A seven-foot duck built like a bear with a really okay. bad attitude and wants to kill you like
1: tyrannosaurus rex arms i can get away from those i can't get away from utterly <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrifying choices like
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a great question oh that's funny so yeah so um uh, duck-sized bear for you
1: yeah
0: fair enough with it. i've heard other people answer bear-sized ducks because then they can kick them out their way yeah. they get
1: on those claws man doesn't mean their claws aren't are are, you know tiny cat claws are just as terrifying oh i
0: know i've got two dogs and they've got claws and sometimes when they jump up on you and start scratching (laughs) at
1: you you're like get off (laughs) exactly just takes one at the achilles and you're done yeah absolutely
0: and um, we've all all been there (laughs) uh so listen man thanks for coming on today it's been a lot of fun thank you Um, we've chatted some serious stuff we've had a bit of a laugh as well um it's all good i am going to post your links and stuff down below so you know um they're going to be down in the comments section um so what we'd also like to ask anyone watching is to comment with what you think of communities and mm. um, whether you'd like to be a part of one or whether you prefer to be solo so comment down below and let us know what you think about that let's let's open up some conversation on it after watching the podcast so i'll leave a i'll leave a little question down there you guys can come back and answer it and um you know Brandon, if you want to stick around and answer some of the, you know, answer some of the questions that people ask or answer some of the comments that people post below, then you're more than welcome to as well. Cool. Um, so yeah, if we can get a little kind of comment thing going down below, that'll be pretty good. Uh, but for now, I've been Dell, I'm that beauty gamer, and I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.